Oh my god, you guys, it was the best pie day, it was the best Friday, all of the days that end in I day were amazing. That's right, we got a new Avengers Endgame trailer, and James Gunn has been announced as coming back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, we're going to talk about all that right after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, my name's Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Hey, Jeff Randall. Hey, Matt. Oh, my God, Matt. Right? Yeah. Guess what? Uh, I, I, I've been dying to ah. talk about all these things all weekend. Uh, oh, my God. They had to drop it all on Friday when I've got work and, you know, playing out playing music all over the state. And I imagine that, like, while you're on stage, before you enter the next song, you're just like, can we all just talk about the Avengers Endgame trailer real quick? <laughs> and then everybody, I, like, starts cheering, and then you start playing the song? I definitely do that from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not that exactly, but uh, stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you know, anybody seen, uh, anybody seen Captain Marvel yet? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we have a new, we have a new movie out, and we've yep. decided to devote this week's recording time to uh, other things. Like, I loved Captain Marvel. It's great. I'm excited to talk about it more. But we've got two other huge things to talk about. This trailer yep. and James Gunn. Uh, we, we, first, of, first off, I thought the way I found out about, Jan, about James Gunn was funny. Um, Patreon, uh, one of our patrons over on Patreon, Jonathan Buren. Thank you, Jonathan, for your patronage. Uh, he just sent us a message that just said, James Gunn, exclamation point. And I was like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what's going on. What did I miss? And so I had to just like Google James Gunn, question mark. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I found the news. James Gunn's back, baby. He's back, baby. My phone and I are going to have to have a discussion on what timely notifications are. <laughs> uh, because I um, I was sitting in um, a, a business. I was sitting in a local business called Haircuttery. Can you guess what I was doing there? Um, so I'm waiting, <clears throat> and I just happened to open my phone and look at just a blank uh, blank tab on Google Chrome. And one of the things that's on there is just like like Disney announces James Gunn dot dot dot, and I was like. No, what? And like immediately clicked on it. And, you know, then I was notified, of, or at that point, I was introduced to this article and this information. And apparently, that was at like seven o'clock at night. Apparently, like four or five hours earlier, everybody was hitting us on, uh, on Facebook, like sending us messages yeah. and like posting on our, on our feed. And I'm like, I never got any of that. And right about that time, my phone was just like, "Hey, you got you got some stuff to look at," and then just like drops all the notifications on me, and I'm like, "What are you doing, phone?" <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it, it's it's great doing this podcast because we will hear about it. Uh, the 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 big news we will hear about. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we got tons of messages. We appreciate all you guys for messages. Dave from the DC on Screen podcast and the Star Trek Universe podcast he does with me. Uh, he he called me. He's like, "Have you heard the news?" It's <laughs> 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 like. What? What, what? I was like, yeah. actually, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I was like, oh, yes. Yes, I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when when the news just means, like, yeah, something related to a fandom that we're in. There's so much going on in the geopolitical world, but we're like, oh, yeah, I know exactly the news you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, to hell with the attack that just happened. No, no, no. This, <laughs> this is the important thing. <laughs> Yeah. So we got a uh, uh an article posted on our on our feed. We got uh several other people all writing in about it through emails or uh through other posts on our wall or yeah. comments. Yeah, I know we got Jordan Olson, Andrew Gretsch, Brian V. Klein just says fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Nathaniel Muzzy said, in a week where I got to see Captain Marvel and a new Endgame trailer, this is the news I'm happiest about. I'm willing to bet Matt is right there with me. Yeah, he's he is correct. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Uh, and, you know, when I posted about it, because, like, when I read the article, I didn't know. And then I went and immediately posted 
the the post that I made that said that Disney rehired the, uh, James Gunn. Oh how oh how the tables have turned. Uh, right about that time is when I got all the the notifications, and Omer Amalia commented on it and said shooketh. It was like shooketh, I say, and I was like, I, I don't know what you mean, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I like I, after the, I get all the notifications, I'm like, oh, it's because he had already posted about it on our feed and said that he was shooketh because he says, I truly never thought this would happen. I'm shooketh. <laughs> I know mm. you guys like both movies, and I wanted him back. But I felt the second volume was kind of weak, excluding the one scene in the entire MCU that ever made me cry, Yondu's funeral and Craglin's proud cry. I wanted to see a fresh take. Uh, Bautista is probably thanking his gods, lol. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, interesting take. Interesting take. I I thought the second one was great. Um, I, I, I don't think it's as strong as the first, maybe. But man, it, it, it made me laugh. It made me cry. I I'm totally in for a third James Gunn. I don't know that I want to see anyone else do it. I like want to see him always do Guardians. <laughs> Unfortunately, the one piece of bad news that comes with all this, sort of bad news. I'm excited to get any James Gunn movie, but he's doing Suicide Squad first, which means this will delay Guardians. Yeah, it's going to take a minute. But at least we get it. Yes, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like what okay it it is probably going to happen around the same time that uh we get new series from the Netflix series yeah that, like that's over probably on Disney true. plus i mean he'd already written it i'm sure he had a lot of it uh, planned out the way he wanted to do it and i'm sure some of the background like prep work can happen beforehand so i i think we'll get it yeah like you said maybe 2 years Something like that. I, I bet originally it was going to be next May or something like that. And now it'll probably be two Mays from now. Yeah, it's just going to be bumped back a little bit. That's all. Yeah, and we've got lots of other stuff coming uh, in the next couple of years. We've got Black Panther, um, a new Spider-Man, of course. You, you, we actually have a big gap after Spider-Man um, as well, of now. Yeah, as far as we know, like there are there are a bunch of reserved dates for Marvel movies, but they haven't announced anything. Right, but all those reserved dates are in 2020 or later. Um and so we we've we've had we've been lucky that we've gone like one in the one in the spring, one in the summer, one in the winter like every year for years now. A couple of years now. And now we're we this year they reorganize it. They put one in well, I guess they did February last year too with Black Panther. Yeah, uh, they did February Black Panther, and then May, no, April, late April, um, for Avengers, and then they did July for Ant Man and the Wasp. Wasp. So we had that's right. We had roughly the same gap. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's last true. year that we're we still, have this we're still, year. I, I wonder if we'll get three next year. Is what I wonder. I think so. Um, I, I've heard, I've heard some speculation that they might take a little bit of a breather, which some people are saying is a good thing. And I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about a breather. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop, but I also understand they're coming to a big ending with Endgame. And oh, so man. I could see them like taking the foot off the gas and then like coming back in hard like next year or, or you know, but I'm just having fun with it, man. I want him to make more. I, I can't wait to hear. But I, I'm sure we'll get some sort of news on the Fox stuff soon. Um, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for another El Capitan theater moment. Um, yeah, they haven't announced anything yet, like the way that they did for um, for Phase Three. No, but or they like did, it's two and three. They did that all at once. So I'm wondering if they'll do that again. Like that would be amazing if they call their shot again and they're like. Here's the next 12 movies. Right? Like, it was mind-boggling that they did that when they yeah. called their shot that way. Yeah. But then they delivered on most of it. They Right. They changed a know, couple things, but they delivered on They changed, like, the Inhumans. Yeah. And when Spider-Man happened, they were just like, shit, yeah, let's throw some in there. Yeah. Like, sprinkle in some Spider-Man real quick. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but... For the most part, they delivered on on everything that they had that they had said, and they have all been awesome movies. Like I don't remember any one of them not being really good. Yeah, I'm 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 with you, man. They they're they're batting a thousand at Marvel, 
and uh, you know we we have issues with different ones. We're not a we're not a Pollyanna podcast. We're a <laughs> sorry. I just said Pollyanna podcast, and it reminded me of Polly Pockets. You know, yeah, from when we were children. <laughs> I do remember that. Okay, sorry. Not uh, firsthand, but I do remember seeing those commercials. Oh, I I played with them. Um, that's fine. <laughs> all right, and uh, we got uh, we got other one, another piece of news before we get into the end game trailer. Um, Marvel is producing a what if TV series for Disney Plus. Yeah, this is one of the things that'll fill the gap. You know, <laughs> that's true. Oh yeah, I, man. Uh, yeah, I don't think we're getting much gap. I think I think I'm just talking about on the movies. They might take a little bit of a breather. It looks like they're still gonna. <laughs> um, I just I yeah. wonder if they're ever gonna do four a year because they do. They've been now they've been dropping one in the February area every year, one in the April May area every year, and one in July. And for a few years they were dropping a November movie about every year. And I wonder if they'll ever do the February and the November together, and we'll just get oh, four. Man. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> that would down. be so much, though. <laughs> I'm totally down. I, th- I I guess they've been testing the waters because, like, you know, the they were doing. Let's see, they did Thor Ragnarok during November. Yeah, which did well. Um, they did Doctor Strange during November. Also did pretty well. Um, God, I'm trying to like I'm trying to go back in my head like how many have been in November. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but then there there have been several that happened in March, like uh, the Winter Soldier happened in March. Yeah, and that did amazing. Yeah, and of course the fe- there's always like an early, <laughs> you know, the dream would be if they're dropping one every quarter, you know, <laughs> like yeah, one, uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be so much fun. I, I'm down. That's so much money. Oh my god! They, if they keep the quality high, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they they have the bullpen to do it, you know. <laughs> like yeah, it's now there. they got James Gunn back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were I was honestly worried there for a minute cuz they lost Edgar Wright which pissed me off as you know for yep. for years I kept saying I still can't watch Ant-Man without thinking this would be better if Edgar Wright had directed it it's good but it would be better um and then them losing James Gunn I was like man and, and lost Joss Whedon like they're losing their bullpen <laughs> Their big bullpen. And the Russos have started their own production company, and I have a feeling that they're going to want to start doing more for themselves. Um, hopefully they'll continue to do some Marvel movies here and there. Yeah, here and there. I mean, they did um, they did the Winter Soldier and Civil War and Infinity War, and they are doing Endgame. Yeah, that's four movies um, from one set of directors. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. That's a lot to ask. That's like 10 years of those guys' lives. Actually, it's probably more like five years of those guys' lives. I mean, as quick as these have come out, it's been <laughs> it's been a, a short amount of time. Yeah, that's true. Man, crazy. Okay. Uh, Nathaniel Muzzy talking about this What If series says, Let's be honest, they'd be dumb not to skim an entire season of premises off the dumb theories I send you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Nathaniel. They should definitely definitely make some Nathaniel Muzzy section on this What If series. I support that. What do you think they'll do with this What If series? Do you think they'll go with like known characters telling known stories? Um, I mean, the What If series in comics is like some of everything, basically. Yeah. Like anybody can make anything up and then say like, "What if this happened?" Um. It's it's hard to say that you know they would go in any direction, but I would think that they would in order to get a um, like a solid fan base to to start on the show, they would go with known characters. So yeah. like, what if uh, you know what if Captain America was never found? I think is the the one, or what if he disappeared during World War Two? Uh, was one of the series. Um, Right. I think there was there was one that was like, what if, uh, what if the X Men died on their first mission or something like that, um, I, and you know, like they they would, in order to bring people to the show, they would have to do these kind of uh, larger named stories. Possibly, um, uh, it depends on how much they're wanting to wanting the show, what they're wanting the show to be. Yeah, but then you know, again. 
it's a it's a Disney Plus thing, so they're gonna have people there anyway. Yeah, and I mean it's Marvel thing. They're gonna have people there yeah. anyway. It's it's gonna have some sort of audience. It depends on what how big they want the audience. Of course, we know they're doing things like the Loki series uh, and the Scarlet Witch the Scarlet series. Witch series. Um, the possible buddy series between uh, Winter Soldier and uh, and Falcon Falcon like that. Oh man, man, there, there's these great there's these great series that are possibly happening, um, and and those are those are going to star the the actual actors who play those roles in the movies. So it's very possible that this Disney that, that even this series could be a what if series that actually stars Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and you know that would be amazing. Because even even if we lose some of those characters in the movies, like they could still come in for a what if here and there. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah, like uh, what if Sebastian Stan was Cap? Yeah, absolutely. What what if he took over? You know, and what what if Cap had been the one to fall, and Bucky took over as Cap, and had you know, and and then we find out that in <laughs> Winter Soldier that. Chris Evans is Winter Soldier. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Uh, Captain, Captain Hydra. Captain Hydra. All right. Um, let's get into this Avengers trailer, man. What did you think? My God. I am so unbelievably excited. The hype is so real. Like, I, okay. If we're just talking about things that I loved about it, I love the, the the uh, visual difference between because this trailer had a lot of shots from older movies. It's it's basically this is the senior capstone project, you know. Yeah. Well, well, it's amazing because they're, they're again they've talked about how they're not showing anything from before fifteen minutes. So to drum up interest, instead of like doing what they always do, which is show us too much, they're only showing us things from you know ten years ago. 11 years ago now with with the Iron Man 1 and Captain America 1 they showed big portions of this trailer were just taken right out of those movies yep. uh, like you said with a visual difference of being black and white except for the little sp- splashes of red except for red red is the only color that they're showing in all of these and th- like I want to dig into that saying like, oh my God, that has to be something like, is that, is that the reality stone? Is that what, is that what's happening? Like, are we, are we, are we doing something with the reality stone? Is it something to do with the quantum realm or with Ant-Man? He's red. Uh, There's a lot of things we could say. It could be something to do with Scarlet Witch. Uh, Her powers are red. Yep. A lot of, a lot of things we could do here. Um, Doctor Strange's cape is red. Okay, that may be. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. may have stretched. Thor's cape is red. That's yep. right. That's right. Uh, all of most of them bleed red. That's true. Most. Oh of them. no. Most of them. Most uh, of them. By the way, one of the things that stood out to me in the entire trailer um, is Nebula in, 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 is 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 suited up as an Avenger. <laughs> yeah, Nebula is in the red and white. The, the, what I'm gonna call the, uh, space costume or the quantum realm costume. Yeah, I'm we don't sure know, which. we don't know what they're for, but they're, whatever they are, it looks like they're suiting up for whatever adventure they're going on. It could yep. be, it could be quantum realm, it could be space, it could be time. We don't know. We're, we're assuming, I'm assuming it's one of those three things, but I am like equal parts. Like I don't, I'm not really leaning any of those ways. That could be the suit they're using to go into the soul stone. That could be the suit they're using to go out into space and avenge Earth from Thanos. Uh, yeah. it, could, it could be the suit they're using, yeah, like to go back in time. It could be some sort of Pym Tech suit. We just have no idea. Ah, I love, I love that. Ah, ah, sorry, I love that. We just, it's, it's so many possibilities. Yep. It's so, it's everywhere. It's all of it. It's any and all of it, and. Okay, so there, we had a little bit of feedback specifically about the trailer that I was just looking into, and it kind of like it, it gets me excited in a uh, in a uh, the, in a theory breaking kind of way. Okay, so the the bits of feedback were specifically about Nebula, where you're where you're talking about being excited about. Um, it was from Yoda Hugh. Uh, he said that 
um, Nebula's walking with the Avengers at the end with the suits on, in all caps, lots of exclamation marks, but he also says, slow-mo walk, why is Nebula there twice? Behind Cap and behind Widow. Hmm. So, if you look at it, this is at the... He's talking about the minute 53-ish mark. You get Nebula walking kind of sort of behind Cap, but beside um, Scott Lang. And then a couple of seconds later at 157, you get her walking behind, sort of corner behind Tony Stark. And sort of almost in line with Black Widow. And like that, that order wasn't there before. Like maybe, maybe they just shot it a few times and they were walking, you know, in a different pace through those different times. But I think that that could possibly be different times that they're doing the same thing. They're right. getting people and adding to the, to the lineup. Cause what if Tony Stark actually died in space? Hmm. And they go, they go off and save him somehow. Yeah, they bring him from the past. So almost like a Groundhog's Day Avengers Endgame, where they keep doing the same. They have to keep going back to the beginning with more, with like a slight difference. Yeah, yeah. No, that could be fun. That could be fun. But I don't know. It also could be the case that this is still an early trailer. They're probably still editing this movie. Um, th- this could just be different shots taken at different times and they were the most epic looking for the trailer and they didn't think anyone would notice but of course we notice (laughs) yeah of course we notice we go frame by frame through this thing yes we are going to do that in a minute um what of course one of the biggest things to talk about in this trailer is whatever it takes whatever it takes this is obviously the stark contrast to we don't trade lives which was their catchphrase last season on the on the <laughs> Avengers television show, <laughs> um, yep, they don't yep. trade lives, but now it's whatever it takes. Um, so I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited that they. I don't know. It's clearly that they've grown. They've realized their mistake last time, and they're coming back, ready to, uh, ready to do whatever it takes. It's cool. Yeah, dig it. Yeah. I mean, Cap at one point in the trailer says, you know, I tell people, or I've told people to move on, and some do, but not us. Yeah. Ah, God. So, just, ah, it's all of the hype. Mm -hmm. It's all of it. Yeah. It's all of it, Matthew. I am very hyped. Very, very hyped. Um, All right, well, we got one more piece of feedback about the trailer. Uh, A.R. Watkins says, hey, guys, love the show. With Kevin Feige stating in an interview that there are many, many surprises in Avengers Endgame and the quantum realm appearing to possibly be a plot device, do you think Dr. Jane Foster could make an appearance to help the Avengers? Outside of the Ant-Man and the Wasp characters, she is the only other character I remember mentioning quantum energy in Thor The Dark World. And she has a tie-in with the Reality Stone. Thanks. Ooh. What's the tie-in with the reality? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. She, she hosted the Aether for a little bit. All right, yeah, yeah. And that was uh, Rashad W. Um, hmm, interesting. I I would would love to see good old Natalie Portman again, but I kind of don't think so. <laughs> Most, <laughs> mostly because I think they have all the science bros they need. Um, uh, inclu- like, between um, Pym... Tony, Nebula having more science knowledge from space. Um, uh, they have Rocket, Rocket, um, gosh, Hulk, Banner. Um, they have they have all these they have all these people already. And she wasn't in the last few movies. I think Natalie Portman might just be done with the role. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we thought that about Gwyneth Paltrow for a while. She didn't show up in a couple of. Uh, Avengers things, and we were like, "Oh, I guess Gwyneth's done." And then she showed up in the last Avengers, so who knows? She might, uh, but also Thor and her broke up supposedly. It was a mutual breakup. It could be. It could be great. It could be an awkward moment for Hulk for for Thor, which would be in line with the kind of new 
comedic tone they've been taking with him. Could be fun. But yeah. I but I have a feeling there's just too much to do in this movie. That's my main <laughs> What if there's that whole like awkward thing where like he's he got with Captain Marvel because apparently people are shipping that. Um he got with Captain Marvel and then she shows up and he's just like, Oh, uh hey Jane, um <clears throat> this is Carol <laughs> And then, you know, all that awkwardness has to happen. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, like, I, as much as I would love to see that scene, I don't think I need it in this movie. You know? Yeah, well, <sighs> this movie has so much movie to tell. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, they keep they, – uh, the question keeps coming up as, like, um, how long is the movie going to be? Like, people in the press – really, or the press conferences and whatever, like, every time anybody gets an interview with the Russos, they're like, how long is the movie going to be? And the Russos keep saying, like, oh, yeah, it's, like, three and a half hours. Uh, it's, like, three hours and 20 minutes. Uh, it's, like, three hours. And they they never, like, they keep saying, like, yeah, we're cutting it down. We're cutting it down. We're trying to, but we're still at, like, three hours long. So we're looking at potentially having a three-hour movie here, which is yeah. at least 30 minutes longer than any other MCU movie. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Um, and it better be, honestly. Like, I want this movie to be three hours. Like, I, I'm okay with an intermission. We have given them so much money. <laughs> Disney has made all the money. And this is where they've, this is where they're doing something different than DC again. Um, DC made Justice League and it should have been three hours, you know, but they made them cut that movie down. They made them reformat it completely, um, to try to get it un- under time so that they could have more, uh, showings and make more money, and I'm just like, you'll make more money if the movie's good, and if if you're giving right. people value for the time they're investing, and they're, they're just not going to make that mistake. Uh, they're going, I think they're going to give us a three hour movie or close to it, uh, possibly with an intermission, <laughs> potentially. Which it's, I'd love that. It's just a celebration <laughs> of the last ten years of good movie making. They've made lots of money and they're going to make lots of money and they're going to make more money if this movie is worth it, worth going to see more times, you know? Yeah. I mean, like I, like I had said, I'm, you know, and I stand by it. This is their senior capstone project. The MCU is graduating. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And this is the culmination of everything that they've done. They have to, they've got to, they have to tie up all of these things into this massive finale. It better be a hell of a movie as far as time and content. Yeah. And, you know, if the Russo brothers want to take a minute off, you know, after this, I, I, I respect that because they've done a shitload of work. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's get into our shot by shot look at this trailer. Okay. I love the first shot of this trailer. Um, it looks so epic. And I love that it's pulled from the first Iron Man. It look it yeah. reminds me a lot of Star Wars, actually. Really? Yeah, just like it reminds me of like a, the cr- a crash ship on Tatooine or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I love that they pulled it from the first Iron Man because, again, like they're going all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's it's really the first time, the first time anyone suited up in the Marvel universe. Yep. Yeah, and he said he said it felt like a thousand years ago, which, to be honest, like for us, it it does feel like that. It, it feels like it's been so damn long. Yeah, because it's been ten, what, eleven years at this point since the movie released. Yep. And like, think how long it feels like for the character, you know, how, just being assaulted every day. Yeah, I was so young. I was so young and naive. <laughs> when we had. When we had like one movie coming out every two years, we were like, "Oh my god, Marvel!" And then now we've got like we got we got to the point earlier today where we're like, "I wonder if they're going to do four. Yeah, I, I just it's insane to think about uh, where we were and the, the idea of an interconnected universe of Marvel movies was an insane idea. Like when it when we found out in two thousand eight when when Nick Fury shows up and says what he says, we were shocked. We were absolutely shocked. Yep. And and now we've got this incredible universe that we have. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. God, the the excitement that I had in Iron Man two at the end of it, in the in the post credit stinger, where Phil Coulson is standing there saying, 
you know, he's talking on the phone with Fury, likely. Um, and it pans over to Thor's Mjolnir. Yeah. Oh my God. I lost my shit. I bet. I bet. I lost my I shit four times because I went to favorite. see it in the theater four yeah. times. It's so good. And then we get a shot of, uh, the ship from Guardians of the Galaxy. What's the name of the ship? Uh, the Milano. The Milano. I thought the Milano. Named after. No, I thought the Milano was different. The Milano was in the first one. The, the, they had a different one in the second movie. Did they? Yeah, it's called the Benatar. Is that right? I wanted to say that, but I wasn't sure, so I didn't. But no, I, I don't remember if he renamed it. Actually, well, I don't think it's renamed. I think in the last one, at the end of the movie, they're just in a different ship, or for some reason, oh. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm totally wrong. For some reason, I thought that there were two different ships. The one they're in, the one they're in at the end of Avengers is different. But I mean, maybe it not. would make sense because you know the the ships have gotten a little bit towed up. Right. They do repair it at the the Milano at the end of uh, the end of Guardians One, but I th- for some reason I thought the one they were in at the end of Avengers was different. I may be wrong though, or maybe it could be an Nebula's ship. I don't know. I, I I just thought this was a different ship. I thought this was not the Milano specifically, but I could be wrong. Um, it looks it looks pretty similar to the Milano, so maybe I'm just like totally pulling that out of my butt. I don't know where I got that. Um, <laughs> well, I mean. It would be like if you think about they were on Titan and the Guardians showed up on Titan. Yeah. And they had that fight and then Nebula crashed into Thanos and you know, she's there, Tony's there. They're the only two that are that are on Titan, so that ship is there, you know, landed safely somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it it may be the Milano. I could have sworn it was something else, but it's fine. It, yeah, it's the Guardian ship either way. Right, right, right. I think it's interesting in the shot with the uh, with the ship that red is still the color of choice to be shown. Like, he's in space, and being in space, like, that's him in that ship is, is new footage for us, but it still seems like they're focusing really hard on the red. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but it's not, it's not, it's not as uh, desaturated as the other stuff is but it is yeah. de- there's definitely red uh, prominently placed in that shot as well his shirt yeah, is i mean red. it's you know his shirt right yeah. uh, and then then we then get, we some get old the cap footage. stuff which is so emotional for me right like, the the classic shot of captain america not being tall enough to stand in that image uh, um, and then uh, when he when he came out of the chamber she said how do you feel and he said taller like ah oh, god so along with the uh, with the cap stuff, it you know we see him sitting in that same uh, in that same room with the with what looked like the support group. Uh, yeah. But the thing that that really hits me as far as emotions is the next shot where we see uh, we see Hawkeye looking like he's training somebody to shoot a bow and arrow, mm-hmm. and. He high fives her. I'm assuming that's his daughter. Yeah. But then the very next shot is the saddest looking Jeremy Renner ever. Mm -hmm. And you know that they just broke him with Thanos. You know that Thanos broke him. I have a feeling that that sitting there training his daughter and then he looks down and she becomes Ash. Like that's, I think that's, I think we're going to get that. Or they, they get (sighs) done training. They go back home to see his family, hugs them all and they all just turn to Ash. I think they're they're just going to, they're going to, they're not going to pull back, pull punches with whatever happens wreck to him. <laughs> yeah. And then Natasha seeing him, like when you, when you pause it for a moment, you can see the tears welling up in her eyes. Like, first off, that's really great acting on her part to be able to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, you know, she knows and you know that there's just all that pain and you know she grabs his hand to like, to, uh, uh, I yeah. can't deal with it. I, wonder, I can't deal with so it. He's got this Ronin costume and he's out murdering fools, apparently, with a sword. Apparently. Like, who is he out murdering? Like, who do you go for vengeance against when half the world has disappeared? And, like, it seems like she's going to bring him in, sort of thing. Like, okay, you're out doing this crazy stuff. I'm going to need you to come in. Like, like, who does he think is responsible? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I'm I'm betting that he likely just immediately said, "You know what? Any bad person has to be killed." He's going full Punisher, basically. 
Like if we allow bad people to survive, then we're allowing them the chance to destroy half of the universe. You know, <laughs> we just when, have to kill them. When you can do bad things and you don't, and the bad people continue to do their bad things, then those bad things happen because of you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> With great killing power comes great killing responsibility. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> so <laughs> immediately after that, we see the shot of uh, Cap, you know, being a pallbearer at Peggy's funeral from Civil War, mm. uh, with red being the prominent color again, yep. right beside him. This scene is the scene that gets me in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, because he's holding back those tears too. Yeah. And it's like they're rolling through... They're rolling through, like, remember when, remember when, and then, like, it goes to Asgard, which doesn't exist anymore, with red flags, everything is black and white, we see Odin, who is dead, you know, and and the the old shot of Thor, with, you know, his lesser beard, his longish hair, before he got to, like, super long, still prominently displayed red cape, Mm -hmm. or red color scheme. Yeah, and you just see you, you see a shot of Thor standing on the battlefield watching people uh, disappear, but his mind is on his father, like which I think is very poignant. It's that loss, uh, maybe that we never really got to see him experience in the uh, in the movie in Thor Ragnarok because the movie was so jokey. Uh, maybe we'll finally get him dealing with loss. You know, like I think he's been trying to keep a good front. Uh, for the last few movies, he's been facading everything. In Infinity War, there's a lot of pain in his kind of behind the jokes, and yep. uh, and and which I think was much better portrayed than it was in Ragnarok. I, I don't think I, I, there was. He, he had some of that same thing in Ragnarok, but I didn't. The movie did not allow me to feel it, and already in this trailer, I am feeling it. Like the the thoughtfulness behind Thor, the the King Thor that is back there. Um, <laughs> yep, and and not just the jokester uh, that they've sort of made him up to be. Uh, like I, I love, I love a sad clown, you know. <laughs> like, and, I, and I'm, I'm happy to see him be a sad clown. But I need there to be a little sadness there for this for his character to work on an emotional level, not just a um, fun level, you know. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. this trailer excites me because it's like him seeing all this death and thinking about his father. Like that's that's what he'd be doing. Like I, I thought my law, lo- I thought I was done losing. You know, I thought I was done losing everything, and now I've right? now now I've lost way more than that. You know, I had already lost my home and my father, and and my sister that I just met. Like and my people, you know, Heimdall, my brother, mm-hmm. like. All of this, and you know, that's it's still relatively fresh for him. And you know, he's like, I got the new axe, I got the new hammer axe, you know, I got Stormbreaker. Yeah. So I thought that you know this was the turning point, and we still lost. Mm-hmm. And the look of shock on his face over that is just—it says it all. That says it all right there. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Uh, yep. Minute one, minute one, second two. Uh, there's a shot of him just looking shocked and it's uh it's really really heartbreaking yep poor scarlet witch disappearing <laughs> yep probably chose mm. that shot because it had a lot of red in it yep yep <laughs> and then there's cap with no beard yeah i have a feeling he's gonna he's coming in from the cold you know <laughs> he's bringing it back he's been out there as nomad doing his thing and now he's coming back i think it's interesting they're even able to go to their it looks like they're in their offices or whatever they yeah it looks offices. like they're they're in the avengers area or the you know in upstate new york i mean bruce is there nat's there nat's got red hair again mm-hmm. i do, i really am curious how they're going to treat this whole thing politically what do you mean because i don't know if everyone's going to say look the avengers got involved and so we need we need tighter restrictions on them than ever because the Avengers got involved and they lost and we or, <laughs> the Avengers got involved and we lost half the population yeah of the like, universe or uh, yep. if we're going to get a world that says okay 
look what happens when we put handcuffs on the Avengers. Um, they couldn't fight because we were keeping them apart. This is what happens. Sokovia Accords are no longer a thing. Like I, I don't, I don't know if it'll even be an issue because half the world has just disappeared. There's probably much bigger fish to fry, right? But you know that if General Ross is still around, he's got something to say about it because he's a dick. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm curious. You know, he may go to them and say, "I'm sorry. Like I, I, I fought you guys real hard, and it, it you know, it maybe if I hadn't fought you." Or maybe he doesn't have anything to say because he's Ash. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. If he's still around. Yeah. Like, if he didn't get Ashed, then he's got something to say. Yeah. Yep. So, one of the things that uh, that has been going around Reddit is in this next shot where there's all the missing posters yeah. on the pole. People are like, who's Tony P. Henderson? <laughs> Why is he so prominently displayed? And I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's just a missing poster. It's just showing yeah. that there's a lot of people missing. And Scott Lang somehow coming back from the quantum realm and and seeing what had happened. Yeah, yeah that 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 does look exactly like that. It's kind of like a um, you know he shows up and is like, what? What's going on? What's the why? What's what's all this about? Yep, kind of thing. That is what's happening. <laughs> And is like stumbling around, not sure of where he is, when he is, whatever. Yeah. What happened? You so know? this next shot, what is what ship is that? Uh, it's it's a Quinjet. Okay, cool. It it looks like the Quinjet that Cap and team had stolen, uh, and were using in Infinity War. Okay, gotcha. I, I, I couldn't couldn't tell. I was like, that's not Tony's, right? No, 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 no. That's the because uh, that's Quin- du- it's, little double wings or whatever. Yeah, now it's the stolen Quinjet that uh, that Ross had mentioned. Okay, <clears throat> let's see. We I get like Scarlet, which is hair in that scene. <laughs> it's so pretty. Very pretty. I like French braid situation happening. Yep, I like that she. You know, she and Hawkeye are, are back together. You know, in the in the same room, and she's like finding comfort in him putting his hand on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the little things, really, that that really show the humanity. That whole like putting her chin on his arm. Yeah, the 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 the, the affection between them just seems so earned. Yeah, yeah. And then that's the the next shot with uh, I'm assuming Hawkeye running down a tunnel before an explosion happens. Yeah. It looks like what to me Sorry, that looks like the same shot we get a little later with Ant Man. It might be. Um, it, there's there's flames. Wondering. There's some things on his back. Like all of that looks a lot like the shot we get at the end. And we'll, we'll, I guess we'll get to that when we get there. Um, but there's a shot at the end where Ant Man is like also running through some flames and leaping over something. I don't know. We'll get there in a minute. It looked like he leaped on a pencil. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. I could not tell. I could not tell. Maybe it's a pencil. Um, I love the shot of rocket. Yeah. Is he on? Yeah. Um, forgive me. Did Rhodey disappear? Rhodey did not. Okay. Rhodey was looking for Sam when he disappeared. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. I was like, didn't Rhodey disappear? I can't remember. All right. Nope. So Rhodey and Rocket, that seems like a duo that I want to see. I really oh, want to yeah, see. God. Hey, freaking Rhodey responding to a sentient raccoon. Like, that sounds... <laughs> Amazing. It sounds amazing for him to like even understand that that's a thing. Like the shock on Don Cheadle's face when he meets a, a sentient raccoon. But yep. even better when he learns to trust and fight alongside a sentient raccoon. Like that is going to be great. <laughs> I want to see War Machine get outfitted by Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. He's like up, constantly upgrading his armor. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I wouldn't think that Rocket would care about upgrading his armor. He's probably going to upgrade all of his guns. Well, that's what I mean, like the suit, upgrading the suit. Yeah. Uh, and, and But all the while asking to borrow his body parts. Right? How much for the arm? <laughs> it's not for sale. Oh, I'm going to get that arm. You're barely using them legs anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, man, that was a good one. 
You got me. You got me good. <laughs> uh, you're not even using them. It's all the machine. <laughs> I could do something uh, with them legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. And then next we got Cap's face just looking sad as hell. Yep. As he says, we will. Yeah. And it looks like it's in the same it's in the same area that that Hawkeye is in in that next frame where he looks kind of like oh yeah sure you will. But then he says whatever it takes and that's when it starts the whole whatever it takes thing and I like every sentence that I say now has to end with whatever it takes. Do you think Scott Lang lost Cassie? Don't you do that. Right? Like it's bad thinking about we have we've talked so much about who um, Hawkeye lost. We've not talked about who Scott possibly lost. He lost Hope, and he lost Hank, and he lost yep. Hank's wife, Janet. That's all true, but what if he lost Cassie? He didn't lose Cassie. Stop! He Don't have, do he, that! He might have lost Cassie. No! Cassie has been cast in the movie older. Yeah, but that could be after he dies, sacrificing himself to save her. No! And then she's like, you know, uh, doing some sort of memorial. <laughs> I'm just, God. I'm just effing with you. I don't think you lost Kathy. It hurts so bad to think about that. <laughs> I honestly think it would be too hard. Like, I think that Hawkeye is the kind of character that we can see go through pain because he's hardened and grizzled and he's a spy. I think if yeah. Scott Lang lost Cassie, like, I think he's going to run. I think he's going to see all these missing posters, find out what happened. And we are going to see, like, a, a frantic Scott Lang running home to find his daughter. Because that's his, like, you know, he knows he lost uh, his girlfriend and her father and his wife. And he, like, runs home to find out if he lost Cassie or not uh, ma- yeah. to make sure she still exists. Yeah. Yep. Do you think we lost Antony? <laughs> uh, there are so <laughs> many ants that have been lost, man. <laughs> but Antony, you know, the big one. Yeah, yeah. He did not actually, because he was at the end. He's in the post credits during the, you know, oh, when the. You're right. You're right. He's had when the world is in disarray. He's just playing drums. He's one of the few characters we know survived the snapping. <laughs> <laughs> the snapture. Oh, uh, Anthony survived the snapture. Good Anthony. Good, good for Anthony. <laughs> good for Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> So dumb. So dumb. It's so dumb. <laughs> and do you think right. he'd be playing the drums like that if if he knew if 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 Cassie were gone? Stop. <laughs> Don't. All right. All right. Let's move on. Do not even mention that little girl again. <laughs> I will hang up on you. Don't worry, man. She's gonna be like a teenager in this one. It seems like so. It's just probably. She's fine. She's probably she's a bad she's person. She's hardened. She's hardened by the world, but she's alive. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> okay. So we t- actually, hold on. Let's talk a little bit. Okay. We talked a lot about Scott Lang, Quantum Realm, Time Eddies, being able to go back and use, use the Quantum Realm as a possible way of getting back in time. Yep. We've also talked about Scott Lang going to the past. And doing like a real Back to the Future thing where he goes back to 1983. Um, isn't that when Back to the Future came out? Which is kind of awesome. I would love if that was just like a reference to, to uh, Back to the Future. Anyway, what we have not talked about is what if he stays in the quantum realm a while? And by the time he comes out, Cassie's a teenager. And like those missing posters we see wrapped around the pole, they look real old. Yeah, they look like they've been there a while. What if he, he? What if he comes back to a universe that's like in it? Time has elapsed for him, and just through the eyes of Scott Lang, we see what has happened to the universe. And then that's when he goes back in time to tell the to to try to help the Avengers. Like then, oh, he like uses, he sees the future. Like yeah, like what if Scott Lang is our is our window into seeing the full on future that we might get? We've been talking about if there's a time jump, but what if there's not except for for Scott Lang? Like Scott Lang sees the time jump, and no yeah. one else does. And because I really do want to see what happens 
in a post-Snapture world like 10 or 15 years later, you know? Yeah, that would be really rad. I really have been wanting to see it ever since we that idea came to us or whatever, and we've been talking about it. And I would love to see Scott Lang comes out of you know the quantum realm. Maybe he goes through time, Eddie, and ends up ten years in the future, and then he has to use like talk to Goliath or whatever and figure out how to use them to get back in time. And then he comes back, and then they all have the ability to time travel or whatever. Get a badass shot next of Thor powering up. And yeah. Then we, and then we get Nebula, like, swinging her swords, looking badass. And actually, the Nebula shot kind of looks like it's on Titan, almost. Like, I I don't know where yeah. she is, but she looks like she's still on Titan. It looks a lot like the, uh, the, the Titan bit when she had, like, drawn one of the swords and ran at Thanos. But it actually it looks much more like a uh, like a war zone because hmm. if you see in the background all the fires and and the wreckage and everything yeah but, but he had already thrown a moon at some point like there's all kinds of crap happening on Titan I I, I don't know it looks like Titan it could be anything though um, yeah. and I actually think Titan was more reddish okay uh, it's just a lot of smoldering happening uh, yeah but you know we've been told we we so far haven't seen much. Um, beyond the 15 minute mark but I think that shot of Nebula possibly and maybe this shot coming up of Ant-Man are like two of the things that might be um, might be post 15 minutes yeah um, we get a really cool shot of Natasha again with a very nice braid in her hair um, yep but blonde but blonde this time uh, firing a gun in rhythm with the Avengers music which I always love <laughs> Always love yep. it. Yep. And you had mentioned uh, in you know during our Captain Marvel feedback that you you love the the beats of the movie to to sync up with the beats of the music. Right. I definitely like and that think, as a technique, and I think they just missed an opportunity in Captain Marvel to do that a little bit. Yeah. And then in here, it just I, I understand what you're talking about now. <laughs> like I thought I knew before, but then yeah. having this do, here, it's do, like do, oh do, yeah, do, do, do. Like, yeah, just oh so good. It drives home just how impactful the events have been and how impactful the music can be. Yeah. And it makes Natasha look that much more like a badass, which is why I thought it would be cool. It, it puts this. So when the music in the background goes with the actual events of the movie, when it is set, when the events of the movie are set to the music in that way, it makes the entire experience feel as if like that character is one with the universe does that make yeah. sense? It makes yeah. it feel like they're feeling a flow beyond themselves. It's almost like they're breaking the fourth wall, but they're not. Everything that's happening makes sense. There's nothing that couldn't happen in the rhythm that it's happening, but it makes it feel like that they're going with some sort of universal flow. You know what I mean? They do it. They uh, and, and again, Edgar Wright, James Gunn. Um, I want to say possibly Tarantino's done some things with this too. Um, and obviously that Punisher trailer we saw, like those, I love that technique and I, I, yeah, not to relitigate, but I really loved it. I really wish they'd done it in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this, uh, this shot with, with Nat had been, there had been theories of like, what if this was Cassie? Huh. Um, like Cassie in the future, you know, doing gun training or whatever. But I think this is really just her blowing off some steam. Yeah. I think this is Natasha blowing off some steam. Yeah, I think so too. Get a great shot of Cap. A great shot of Cap. Yeah, it's we had seen the uh, the strapping in of the shield before, where it was like his hand was kind of wavering and he you know strapped it up. But it looks like this kind of goes right along with um, the, his gritting his teeth, and mm -hmm. you can see like the blood on his mask and dirt all over his face. Like he is, he's in it. He's in this fight. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the uh, there's the shot that we had mentioned. Yeah, it's a pencil. pencil. Ant Man's jumping off a pencil, and it, you think that's Rhodey's head? He's jumping over. It looks like someone's head. You talking about the curved thing in the background? Yeah, it moves. It looks like a roll of duct tape. Uh, keep playing. It it moves in a way that makes me think it's a head, but maybe it's just the duct tape falling over. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it looks like a roll of duct tape. Yeah, I think you're right. It might just be a roll of duct tape. Uh, it looks like this is he's jumping off of an office desk or something. Yeah. Super fun. 
<laughs> with fires all over the place. <laughs> uh, there's a, an audio cable yeah, right there. I was say, it looks like a quarter-inch cable, a uh, guitar cable dangling yep. off the desk as well. Really weird. And then he's falling. And those two shots might be two separate things because then it looks like he's diving over some sort of water feature. Nope, nope. There's the cable. Oh, is in it? In the background. Yeah, mm. the cable's in the in the left side on the background. Okay. Right there. Maybe, maybe not. Yep. So there's a fire and there's water and there's an office desk. Like, what the hell and is an going audio on? cable. Like, that's, yeah, that's all weird. He's <laughs> in a music studio that's burning down. Yeah. Yep. That he has to dive out of. Then I'm going to say that's not duct tape. That's gaffer's tape. Okay. I could, you know, I could get behind that. It's a roll of tape, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not Rody's head. It's not a Rody head. I thought it's it was a, a person. I think he was jumping over <laughs> the whole, like the first few times I watched this. I want to think that that whole thing is happening in the future when he's like in the post-apocalyptic future. Right. And he's trying to escape some events that happened in there so that he can come back. Yeah. That's that's what I want to believe is happening. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely could be. Um, then we get the the big hero shot. Everyone walking to the beat. Whatever it takes. Everyone walking. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. And we get everyone in the white and red suits. And so here we cool. are. Do you see what I'm talking about, though? Like, in the yeah. first bit, we we see Cap. There's Nebula in the background. Absolutely. I do. And then, I mean, maybe, you know, it, looking at it a little bit more, maybe the shoulder that is popping up behind Cap is... is uh, is Stark. Yeah, that's actually it probably true. Could be. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't think there's a problem. I think it's okay. just I think it's just we couldn't see him behind Cap. Um Yeah. Okay. Cap's got broad shoulders, so indeed, it makes sense. indeed. Little tiny Tony man hiding <laughs> behind Cap's shoulders. Then we get a nice fun little stinger for the trailer. They they like put a little comedy at the end to let us know it's not gonna be so dire. And it's yep. uh, Thor calling his hammer over Captain Marvel's shoulder. And yep. uh, Captain Marvel not flinching. At all. In At the all. slightest. And it looks like it's so serious, you know? Like, there, it's it's effectively the dick measuring that you would, you yeah. would think is happening exactly. between heroes. And Cap, and Cap versus, uh, or, you know, I just called her Cap for the first time. Um, Uh-oh. Cap Marvel. Cap uh, Mar, if you will. <laughs> She gives him a little squint. Gives him a squint little, and a smirk. A little bit of a smirk. I really like the idea of her in Avengers. Uh, you know, I like that sort of attitude, that sort of smarmy, as I said, Daria-esque. Like, she just, like, always, like, she just has sort of this just Gen X sort of attitude about everything. Um, it's very 90s. I like it. But by itself, it felt a little, uh, I don't know. It, it 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 was hard to love her character, uh, you know, but it was hard it was hard to connect with her character in the movie. But as a part of a team, I love that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it'll add a really cool element as a part of a team. Yep. <clears throat> and then, yeah, he says, "I like this one," and looks at blonde haired Natasha. Like she she cannot get her hair color or style to be one thing. Yeah. Um, Stormbreaker is tall. Yeah, I didn't it realize. I didn't realize how tall it was until this shot where he's leaning on it. <laughs> <laughs> he's using it effectively like a big cane. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't realize it was that big. That's a big old hammer. <laughs> it is. It is. It's 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 a sledge axe basically. Um, or a uh, uh, what's it called? A maul. Cool. You ever dealt with a mall? I have not dealt with anything. <laughs> okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, well, that's that's all the shots. Any uh, any last minute thoughts on this trailer, Jeff? Uh, not on the trailer. I can say that uh, April twenty sixth is not coming fast enough. Right. It is not. It is not. It indeed. is not. It's kind of because I've I've got to lose. I want to lose thirty more pounds. <laughs> But I don't think it's going to happen. 
I, I we haven't talked much about weight loss on the podcast because oh, clearly no, of course we haven't. I, I've been uh, a little more cagey about my weight loss this time. Uh, maybe a little superstitious not to talk about it. I mentioned it once, but uh, I think I'm I'm down 151 pounds now. Nice. And I got I bought a Star Lord coat 151 pounds ago <laughs> that I could not even get my arms in. <laughs> At the time. And now I can now get my arms in it. It just doesn't close. Like it, it's about two inches from closing. <laughs> so if I can lose <laughs> about 30 more pounds by Avengers Endgame, I can go to the movie wearing my Star-Lord coat. All right. So I'm going to keep that up. I got I to gotta lose a little more weight. I'm going to go to – we, we, we talked about going to Star-Lord and Drax to Guardians 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so long ago. Oh, so long ago. Um, two years, two years ago, but we, we couldn't make it. I'm going to try to make it to my Star-Lord coat. By I mean, I'm still not Star-Lord size, but I got a, I got a, a slightly larger Star-Lord coat <laughs> um, <laughs> that I'm, I'm trying my best to get into, and I will take pictures and post them. I'm, just to be honest, at this point, I'm probably going to wear it regardless. It's just a matter of how well it's going to fit. <laughs> Right, right. Because yeah, I can get it on. You might do the, uh, the Chris Farley thing where it's like, fat guy in a <laughs> little, little coat. coat. Yeah. It's no, uh, it's no David Spade coat on me, but it's, uh, it's, it's still <laughs> just, just a little too small. And I really, I'm just so close, you know? It's not that, yep. like, I ha- I'm not, like, I want to wear it to Avengers Endgame. While we're still in this phase, I would like to get into my Star-Lord outfit. But I'm just so close. It's just so like right there on the edge of fitting that I'm like, I got to get there. I got to get there. Um, So I'm going to try to do that before Avengers. Um, All right, guys. Thanks so much for hanging out with us with Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We'll be back later this week. We'll be back next week with uh, Captain Marvel feedback. A lot of you have already sent in your Captain Marvel feedback. If you have a chance to send in some more, uh, try to get some more Captain Marvel feedback, and we will be doing a big Captain Marvel episode uh, next week. Um, We'll be back. Thanks so much. Peace. Until next time, true believers. (laughs) 